they believe in big bang which is a stolen concept and they think that big bang is uh, the birth of the entire cosmos it is not because when they say this big bang which was a very compressed ball of matter and which has exploded itself and created time space and everything where did this matter came from where did, and if you say at time t equal to 0 this took place so what happened at t equal to minus 1 so what was this matter before so these are this i call as scientific mythology when they call hindu mythology like uh, whatever we tell them they call hindu mythology which is very scientific and they call it uh, something something they create okay time got created somehow so this is scientific mythology they are unable to explain this what is spirituality why do people do meditation so i got into researching more on this subject and keep delving uh, into the depths of this subject so we will be covering these topics under the following heads what is in a name why name is so important then thereafter covering why universe is called universe gravity black hole and thereafter i'll take on all the questions you may have the word name may have come from sanskrit word nama in the behalf of or by the authority of it was used in invocations by late 14th century name day is called the day sacred to the saint whose name a person bears say augustine or any other saint paul so the name day used to be celebrated it was for the respect of that person and it also uh, in old english it was called nama or noma it be, it denoted name or reputation and proto germanic naman latin nomen and proto indo european root naman but all of you must be wondering can we just fix names like all of us can agree to call something and uh, we can accept what happens if we do that we and all know that in sanskrit and hindi we use the word sangya sangya means by attaching which we have knowledge of an object subject uh, suppose if we call arm or mango we have a picture of mango appearing in our brain so we have to attach word to an object to gain knowledge of it the name should create an automatic impression in our minds by presenting by uh, presenting itself one of its rupa appearance qualities bhava force or dharma properties etc so if the name is correct and we will be able to gain the knowledge of that object clearly that attribute of that object will be clear and one object may have many many words for its description say you have vishnu sahasranama so thousand names are able to describe one person or one uh, divinity so how do these misnomers if you use misnomers how do they affect us 
natural language is coded in our brains. This language is called para, pasyanti, madhyama and vakshri or vakri. It flows from one medium to the other medium, from the subtle medium to the more coarse medium. I will explain you. For example, whatever I am speaking to you, it is the words I am speaking and you are able to hear these words and decipher them in your brain. Whatever in my brain is always coded into a pictographic memory. Scientists know they can read the mind, they can download the pictographic memory. Our brain processes everything in pictographs. Our past life information is also coded in our brain as a pictographs. All the memory information is coded as a picture memory in our brain. From that, we convert it into madhyama, what we think and then what we speak, the language which is in between, the language in which we think. Language is the machine language of our brain. Uh, how much throat should be contracted? How much uh, uh, lips should be moved? Uh, it is automatically uh, done by our brain. The wrong words, if we use, then it affects the conceptualization of our mind. The language is the only thing which is carrier of knowledge. It is medium of creation and medium of preservation of intelligence. The naming should be pure for better conceptualization. The word universe, as we think of it, it affected me. I came to know why it is no, known as universe. So I decided what is so uh, good about this word that it is representing the entire existence. Uh, in 1580s, the word originated from the old French universe and from the Latin word universum, uh, which meant all things, everybody, all people, the whole world literally turned into one. And uh, from unus, the word uni came, which was meaning one. So hypothetically, it was also existed in uh, Greek. The word for uh, uni is onios and unus and avam in old Persian language. Whereas the verse comes from, uh, it's like line or section of a psalm or canticle if you write a poem one of the lines or uh, four lines of a poem is a verse in the line of poetry it is commonly used it is used in french also and latin it is called verses and it means basically a rhythm a, a poetic uh, uh, stanza uh, which uh, which means uh, verse. So uh, universe is one stanza, but how do how does it uh, how does it affect? What is the literal meaning? How does it represent the universe? Sri Krishna in Gita chapter fifteen verse one. He mentions the cosmos is like a tree whose roots are on top and branches are downwards, and the verses are the leaves of this tree. The one who understands this aspect of universe is knowledgeable. What it means 
what is written in sanskrit urdu mulam mad shakham tvam prahurvyam chandasi yasya prani yastam vedasa vedvite yastam vedasa vedvite means who knows this is is knowledgeable chandasi yasya prani means the stanzas are the leaves of that tree this tree uh, this is a visualization in which like this is the extension uh, of that visualization which shri krishna said that every leaf is a canticle a poem so if i see uh, i see a uh, picture of universe impose it on this tree and make it inverted so what comes to my mind is the individual galaxies which are there they are like leaves if you take this tree as a big tree peepal tree or a banyan tree you will find so many leaves are there and so so many leaves are represented by so many galaxies in this universe now you see this uh, pic uh, picture uh, and try to listen to it this uh, video is recorded by nasa hubble if you go on to your uh, phone instagram app type nasa hubble you will find in uh, uh, in their galleries what happens is uh, hubble telescope records uh, the visual as well as uh, radio signatures of galaxies and they give the visual and radio signatures equivalent sound uh, frequency and audio frequency since you are all aware all waves are uh, uh, act in a similar fashion they follow the same laws of physics uh, whether they are mechanical sound waves or the electromagnetic waves uh, most of their uh, characteristics are same so just to uh, get the uh, waves into the human ear we have to give them uh, a frequency assign them a uh, frequency but as this uh ray is scanning this galaxy a music is being heard this music is the is that a particular chand this is that uh, uh, verse which is uh, uh, being described basically it means this music is able to uh, represent a galaxy how this music represents a galaxy i will uh, in detail i will cover sometimes whereas if there are many verses like many galaxies together they are being scanned by this telescope and you are able to hear this music it makes more sense the word universe only represents one of the world one of the world which is milky way galaxy and it's not small it is very big so the universe as i said it is one leaf it is one verse it only indicates one galaxy our galaxy which is akashganga or milky way galaxy whereas the correct terminology uh, for the entire uh, the setup will be could be a multiverse it could be brahmand it could be brahm jagat or cosmos it could be a better word for it now coming to two words which i uh, use one is jagat and one is sansara uh, uh, what shri krishna said and what i am saying the person who knows the difference between jagat and sansara he is vedvita he is a knowledgeable person 
बिकॉज जगत द वर्ल्ड इट सेल्फ डिफाइन्स जय गैत है जय मीन्स ज्ञान गै मीन्स गम धातु दिस इज मूवमेंट एंड तय इज बींगनेस तत्व वॉट इज इन तत् और इट रिप्रेजेंट्स the moving knowledge moving knowledge which creates self it is a property of creation and sansara sansara is not same as jagat jagat is would be a physical universe or physical cosmos whereas samsara is what we uh, understand by uh, outside uh, outside whatever inputs our mind takes and we take a conclusion out of it it is called sara so when everybody is thinking about this universe and they have their own world within their mind there are as many people as many interpreters there are as many minds but when they interpret this uh, and sansara. reflect uh, sansara means uh, uh, like it is a sara it is conclusion sansara means together this conclusion like every human being the interpretive mind they will interpret the jagat and they will have a particular uh, conclusion about this jagat in their minds and when we together like every mind is thinking and we are projecting this thinking into the brahm itself and we together are able to pick up each other's brain waves we are able to pick up each other's uh, opinions and we are able to create uh, the we are able to contribute uh, to the brahm and creativity of the brahm so this is the interpretive part is samsara whereas the physical existence part is jagat now also how the universe is created we are we all know that uh, uh, we have been given this uh, concept of big bang uh, it has it has been told that there was a big bang and then the universe entire universe universe formed itself so this i have written uh, a paper about this also this is not the correct explanation actually uh, in brahmand purana this concept has been uh, written that uh, this was a golden womb or golden egg from this uh, golden womb or golden egg brahma created heavens and earth from the upper part they he made dew loka and bhu loka from the lower part and it was about correct uh, it is also about creation of milky way the milky way uh, the way it has been formed up from the central black hole uh, which is sagittarius a star and it is not about the cosmos and this is the shloka which uh, got me interested in uh, doing entire research about uh, the physics or the cosmic cosmology this is tat sharva shakti bij jad prakriti vasna vasnaya vyakt bhav hai pranav shabd dik kal ano api tasya rupani the omnipotent source or the seed has created nature with expressed force of will which is vasnaya vyakt bhav hai uh, om om the pranav shabd uh, transforms in space time and matter uh, this is how it has progressed in in a slower fashion not about uh, in a big bang but in as a small wimp for research started uh, when you see dik kal dik means directions or the space and kal means uh, time anoapi anoapi means uh, the entire uh, universe was created by a principle which is uh, called principle of mahat 
mahat means from small how the things grow big as a principle and uh, anu anu is means uh, subtleness or smallness whereas mahat means big and uh, bigger now coming to the second uh, uh, word which is uh, not which is gurutva uh, as the modern science knows uh, sir isaac newton uh, in 1687 he presented the inverse square law of gravitation in his philosophy naturalis principia mathematica and the word as it uh, seems they act as a authentication seal and they point to source of the knowledge and it has also been uh, conveyed by professor c k raju that indian cal calculus how it traveled to europe and how it was expressed uh, by newton and leibniz by uh, their own their own uh, invention whereas the word gravity it comes from the latin word gravitas or from gravis which means heavy and which in turn comes from still more ancient root word thought to have existed because of numerous cognates in the related languages the uh, sanskrit word which is equivalent is like gurutva gurutva like gravity so these words have common meaning of heaviness importance seriousness dignity grimness etc and if we uh, now science scientists have been able to see that have we been measuring gravity whole this this whole time they are now doing more research about gravity whether newton was right or whether he just uh, he was just influenced by an idea and he represented it in a better manner mathematically in uh, kanad rishi which is which is pre mahabharata kanad rishi was uh, ancient rishi and he has written vaisheshika sutra if i go by the word vaisheshika it means uh, special knowledge and uh, basically scientific sutras which are there these sutras are actually uh, they do not describe uh, much they only describe the principles if you know the principles you can arrive at anything so gurutva prayatna sanyog sanyoganam ut akshepanam that means ut akshepana means throwing upwards is due to the conjunction or resultant of the force and gravity or it results in falling of that object sanyog abhave gurutvat patnam if there is absence of conjunction there is no sanyoga sanyoga means uh, combination of forces then falling results from uh, results due to gravity sanskar abhave gurutvat patnam absence of efficacy of previous resultant actions the arrow falls it is uh, how does the arrow fall he is described so this uh, uh, entire uh, vaisheshika sutra i have studied myself and i was surprised i was uh, so surprised that i uh, from the beginning to end i read and i translated them and i represented a chapter uh, in my book how the modern dimensions like you you say 3d three dimensional or uh, 4d uh, including time how incorrect concept uh, which has resulted and with incorrect understanding of science apam sanyog sanyog abhave grutvat patnam in the absence of conjunction of all the 
forces, the waterfalls due to gravity. It has been so clearly written. So uh, the question is, uh, is there gravity in space? The gravity is there in space, but it is a very weak force. It is a force which is like a planet which extends to the people living on it or the objects living nearby. Whereas in the, in the uh, space, there are other forces. The other forces, one of them is like, I will explain this concept to you first. You see there is a nucleus around which the electron revolves. If you see uh, the bigger uh, picture of this, the sun is in the center and around which the uh, smaller planets revolve. If you see even bigger picture of this, uh, you will find there is a central black hole in the center of every galaxy. And there are many stars which revolve around uh, that central black hole. So in uh, the center of our galaxy, there is a uh, black hole which is known as Sagittarius A star. And it is it has its mass is 400 million times the mass of the sun. So around that, all the uh, solar systems uh, revolve. And similarly, if you extend it further, there, there is a bigger uh, force, center of the force, which is in the center of the cosmos and around which all the galaxies revolve. So the, this uh, shloka, which, which is written, Udu Shriya Ushno Rochmana Astu Rapam Normayo Rushante Karnoti Vishwa Supata Suganya Gudu Vasvi Dakshina Mogini. The radiant dawn have risen up for glory in their white splendor like the waves of water. She makes path all easy, fair to travel and rich, has shown herself benign and friendly. This shloka is from Rig Veda. This describes uh, how the rays of sun they travel and they make the space-time continuum uh, friendly for traveling all uh, planets around it. Hirne api suvita vicharsh anubhe dava prithvi antriyate apamiva vadate veti suryama bhi krashnen rajsa dramarnoti Golden-headed all beholding savita, this savita is spread between the two regions of heaven and earth. Dispels the pain, brings the sun, and overspreads the sky with control and radiance, destroying darkness. This Savita is originates from the central black hole, which we know as Savitur. If you uh, are aware, what is the Gayatri mantra? Om Bhur Savitur Varenyam Bhargo Mahi Yone So Tat Savitur Varenyam, if you recognize uh, these words, have you ever thought who the Savitur is? That Savitur who is worshipable, Varenyam, who gives word to everyone. So, uh, do you know who is this worshipable Savitur? This worshipable Savitur is none other than the uh, Sagitur. It is known as Sagitur and Sagittarius constellation which is there in the central of Milky Way. This is known as uh, Sagittarius A star which is a seat of Brahma. So what happens is Brahma uh, has for every galaxy there is a Brahma. There are uh, many Brahmas for all galaxies and there is a Mahabrahma. 
who who controls the central uh, uh, space whereas the brahma for each galaxy controls whatever happens in his galaxy he is the in charge of creation he has been uh, uh, made Uh, to do everything it is his intelligence in this uh, galaxy so uh, from the central black hole every star is controlled from the star every solar system is controlled from the planet everything around that planet is controlled these are the forces which are spread in the universe and a resultant force of these forces which is uh, existing has been calculated as capital g which is representing gravity in modern science similarly another shloka suita yantre prithvi marmanad skam bane suita dam dradan ashmiva du aksh dun nimanti antriksh martute badham suita samudram this makes it more clear suita has fixed the earth with fetters like like the wheel is uh, fixed around the excel suita has made the heaven form in a plural place where there was no sport suita has milked the cloud of firmament bound to the indestructible ether like a trembling horse it means all the uh, objects in this milky way would have run away like trembling horse if the suita was not withholding the reins means they, it is controlling there is another force which i have uh, Uh, come to know which is known as bhaga bhaga means bhay and gay bhay means light and gay means gach dhatu gam dhatu means movement of light which controls it is a controlling force in the cosmos it is bhagwan who is preserver of the cosmos he runs the show in which he influences the, his mechanism through other divine beings the word bhag as i uh, told you it means movement of light in the cosmological sequence of evolution the unseen energy which reaches a state where it becomes forever in both ways space and time it is mentioned in uh, vaisheshika sutra control of this energy essentially essentially controls uh, the entire cosmos the force in between the intergalactic space is the force of bhaga which controls every galaxy when we see the cosmological constant which is uh, representing why the galaxies are holding together why they are not running away they should have been spreading more but they are not spreading more so scientists feel the cosmological constant why it is so different than the uh, calculated or predicted uh, constant why there is difference it, the difference is because every galaxy is supposed to be having a different Uh, gravity which we want to express in modern day terms because the resultant of these three forces bhaga uh, savita and usha will be different for every planet why gravity is so weak the answer may lie in very nature of space time uh, this uh, solution the scientists are uh, thinking that higgs boson one of the bosons may be create uh, may be responsible for uh, interactions for the gravity force now coming to the third misnomer are the black holes black holes or are they dark stars or black suns the first real evidence for dark matter came in 1933 when it was detected uh, as i covered you cosmological constant and the scientists thought 
there must be some matter which is creating this force so this matter was unseen so he said it is dunkel materie in german or it is dark matter and whereas you all know that matter can only be uh, it could be invisible only if it does not interact with light in terms of emission reflection or refraction etc the photons hold zero mass and anything that holds zero mass less than zero would not qualify as a matter in classical sense so so dark matter is a substance i agree it must be there uh, but it is a substance which is uh, which i say as pre matter uh, which which helps in forming the matter you are all aware that scientists agree today only 4.6% of uh, universe which is there which is visible rest is uh, uh, either dark energy or dark matter but 4.6% is very less you must be feeling but you can see so many stars so many galaxies beyond imagination and in this visible universe also uh, what we feel the matter part of the universe 4.6 part of the universe it contains maximum abundant element which is hydrogen 73 to 74% and it is uh, followed by helium which is 23 and 25% and oxygen carbon neon iron and nitrogen and all other uh, everything iron nickel silicon everything is exactly 0.5% of the total cosmos so you will wonder uh, since all the stars are burning hydrogen they are fusing it to make helium so hydrogen must be uh, must be burning and it should be ending now and a percentage of hydrogen should now reduce but it is not happening because hydrogen is also forming up continuously hydrogen is the first stable element it it is fuel for the stars but when you see how the uh, stars convert hydrogen into helium they are doing it uh, not only for hydrogen they are also doing fusion for the uh, uh, helium into lithium lithium into beryllium and into heavy metals those uh, interactions are actually taking place much deeper inside whereas the lighter interactions uh, of lighter uh, elements are taking place on surface so if you see what is the purpose of the star the purpose of the star in this uh, cosmos is to create matter so they are creating matter they are transforming uh, lighter elements into heavier elements and when the star is heavy and it has got sufficient uh, matter heavy matter can contain inside it due to uh, revolutions uh, it becomes unstable and it breaks away so that's why uh, how the solar systems originate after the uh, after the star uh, the central star uh, explodes or breaks away and uh, the heavier elements like uh, they take uh, place in the uh, planets similarly if we uh, examine the pre matter which is uh, you know neutron electron proton other smaller uh, particles inside Uh, the nucleus and in the out of these neutron have mean life of approximately 50 uh, 15 minutes it is 881 seconds the electron is very stable it is very stable 
and it is about 66,000 yota years, so 10 raised to power uh, 28 years. It is its life is as it, it is meant uh, been uh, made for a long, long time. The atoms are there thereafter very, very stable uh, elements. The life of proton is 16.7 billion yota, uh, yota years, means it is even more. So the proton is the maximum uh, stable particle followed by electron and other neutrinos. Whereas the photons are also, uh, they do not qualify as matter, but they are made for forever. As uh, Rishi Kanad said, at one moment comes when the rays, the Kiran, they are made forever in space and time. So uh, this is the secret of uh, the unlimited energy of the universe, it lies in the uh, unlimitedness or infinity of the space and time of the waves. They are continuous forever in space and time. Also, I will uh, cover, I read a book uh, in which Vashishtha Muni, he teaches Ram. And this uh, excellent book is uh, called Yoga Vashishtha. He, he tells Rama how this universe came into being and he, he tells there are uh, structures such as Pat, like uh, you see Patsan or Pat, which is known as Vastra, uh, like threads are woven uh, in like space-time continuum, it becomes a fabric and then there are 3D fabrics which is uh, known as Ghat. Ghatta is a spherical structure like Ghada or a pot. It is a spherical structure and a Kund, which is a Kuanda, uh, means it is a bad uh, egg, uh, spherical structure but without a bottom. So there are uh, uh, many structures like this. They exist when the waves interact with each other. Now coming to another uh, very, very uh, interesting uh, thought. If you see an atom and you see the ratio of where the electrons orbit and where the size of the nucleus, if you blow up the size of nucleus, uh, like size of a cricket ball or of a uh, apple, then you will find the distance between the nearest electron orbit and the nucleus is approximately three kilometers. That means how much weight can you hold in your arms when you are picking up so many balloons. So in case you have to uh, hold a lot of weight, when you have to pack a lot of weight like the kind of weight and mass which is packed inside the black holes. You do not need the orbiting electrons, they have to be done away with. So that it, we reach a conclusion that black holes are only form, formed with something which is like solid nuclei are holding together. And when these nuclei are together, they are so strongly clubbed with each other and they exert a very strong gravity or very strong force uh, on the surrounding. They can suck up all the photons and they can create a new, new particle. And in all, in all likelihood, these dark stars or the black holes, which we now call them, are actually having a purpose. 
the, the purpose is to create pre-matter and when the pre-matter comes out they are the pre-matter protons uh, neutrons and all these pre-matter particles are thrown out and they catch on with the electrons and electrons are free neutrinos they are pro produced freely inside the uh, vast open space so they catch on and they form the first uh, element which is hydrogen this hydrogen is sucked up by the uh, stars and being formed into the heavy matter so from the waves how the waves interact with each other and they uh, form the pre-matter and pre-matter forms the matter that there is a step-by-step -step process which has been described in rig veda it has been described in uh, vashishika sutra it has been described by uh, Vashishta Muni in Yoga Vashishta. So these dark stars, as you are now aware, uh, there are input and output mechanisms which is known as accretion disk and how they interact. The galaxies have originated from the central black holes which may act in cycles of expansions and contraction over huge time scales. The black holes also exert force which are natural, which are natural, but we also contain contain intelligent control mechanisms and scientists are able to realize this they are able to see uh, the coherence between one galaxy and another uh, kind of form of communication which takes place kind of form of uh, communication which takes place between the satellites of jupiter between sun and jupiter some of this communication has been captured and recently uh, there was a news you can search for this on the internet black holes may hold more power than we imagine they dictate which stars will be born or not so this is uh, a published article this is not by me so they are a intelligent control mechanism of this entire milky way or entire individual galaxies as einstein said and i quote there is a perfect brain behind all the natural physical laws, unquote. Yeah, Malikji Pranam, what about multiverse? Uh, it's just another universe or another galaxy, he asks. Yes, uh, as, as per uh, my interpretation, it is another galaxy. Multiverse isn't uh, many universes together making a multiverse? ma'am it is a figment of imagination when people uh, think there are many uh, universe exist simultaneously whereas uh, if you see the design of the universe is very simple very simple uh, because beauty lies in simplicity and uh, symmetry and there are principle of beauty and these principle of beauty are uh, there in the perfect design of the universe how from anutva means smallest subtle of the subtle it grows from mahatwa big big and bigger so uh, so it is known as principle of math uh, the entire thing has been understood quite well quite well in in our uh, scriptures uh, there are uh, if you think about parallel universes you think about parallel universes in space like one galaxy is as good as one universe uh, and another galaxy is another universe and uh, they are disconnected uh, with each other uh, we will not be able to 
uh, even transcend our galaxy and go to the space between one galaxy and another galaxy even if we move with the speed of light uh, i can read your question what determines the speed of time light right okay right uh, speed of light is determined by the object which is able to travel at this firstly we must understand actually uh, when you start the universe when the universe is started it is started as force of will hai na pran pran comes like uh, will if you take a pran you have a strong will and pranav shabd means it is also sound of om like when you will be chanting om in not om but om this this sound which will be there this is the equivalent sound of that particular initial vibration uh, which is thought vibration and if you know if you understand thought vibration it will be instantaneous it will be like quantum communication like when you think here and you pray to shiva and if shiva is listening to you wherever he is he is his seat in center of cosmos so wherever he is and he will be instantly able to listen to you but as this thought waves interact with each other and make patterns make beat patterns there will be compressions and rarefications and then there will be more interactions and then there will be interactions which are forming this ghat patakund like structures and then they are forming the stable structures in like like that in a ghat ghat word by the way ghat ghatna ghatta hai jo ghat gaya means which is become stable so so these are all thought waves of the uh, shivaling which they uh, move around the cosmos and they now uh, form up uh, as the energy and the matter and all these things so so time is uh, it is a fabric of space and uh, space and time what happens is time gets uh, condensed in in the closeness Uh, the galactic centers if you spend a minute uh, near to the central black hole near i am not saying on or inside it near the central black hole it will be like thousands of years on earth so that's why uh, it is said brahma's one day is one kalpa and one kalpa is like uh, millions uh, or billions of year here on earth so when when scientists say uh, the universe is only 14 billion years old so i ask them how do you uh, how do you decide like what time speed you have taken have you taken the linear time scale like what we observe today or have you taken uh, the time scale when we were not there the earth was not formed this 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 time scale was not there Uh, when uh, the central black hole the sagittarius a star was exploding itself the time was infinite at uh, inside the black hole so when it start for me so every moment every second is like million of uh, millions of years so that's why 
we say uh, the galaxy uh, even the milky way galaxy is uh, many uh, trillions of years it has been calculated uh, it is how many uh, how much is the length of a kalpa which is brahma's one day uh, last uh, three months before only i given my examination on the arva vigyan arva arvachin vigyan that is a uh, a subject which is given in my siddhan jyotish and i just completed three days before okay. uh, my Hindu astronomy. So I just want to ask you that there are the words like the Niharika for the nebula, okay. and the, there's a Sarpya Akarya Akashanga. There are the many Akashangas are there. Yes. Even they are giving this these names okay. when we are reading this our uh, Hindu astronomy. Yes. So it's still after the launch of the James uh, Webb uh, telescope. Now yes. the new pictures we are getting in that. Uh, so my question is regarding that. Now they are showing that the what are the pictures we are getting? It mm. about the time where the the birth of the universe taken place. Yes. So uh, according to our our own theology of the Bhagavad Gita and all the Vedas, mm. what do you think that this is the this is the original pictures, or it's a of this time yeah, yeah yeah it's a very interesting question very interesting question uh, you see the farthest galaxy uh, which they will see which is the farthest say universe is 14 billion years old as they say so if if they say any galaxy which is 14 billion light years away so that means uh, they are seeing the first galaxies one of the first galaxies because that light is reaching us so it is the birth of the universes for them but uh, when you see that galaxy that galaxy was there at that moment 14 billion years ago that light is reaching us now <laughs> so ha huh, so even if you say any particular star in our own galaxy, which is which is say one light year away, so the position of that uh, star was one year back. That position was one year back. The current position we do not know <laughs> which side it has moved. So obviously we can calculate, guess and calculate. But their their entire concept is incorrect uh, because. They believe in Big Bang, which is a stolen concept, which is a stolen concept. And they think that Big Bang is uh, the birth of the entire cosmos. It is not. Because when they say this Big Bang, which was a very compressed ball of matter and which has exploded itself and created time, space and everything. Where did this matter came from? And if you say at time t equal to zero, this took place. So what happened at t equal to minus one? So what was this matter before? So these are this I call as scientific mythology. When they call Hindu mythology, like uh, whatever we tell them, they call Hindu mythology, which is very scientific, and they call it uh, something. Something they create. Okay. Time got created somehow. So this is scientific mythology. 
they are unable to explain this so so indian uh, darshan jyotish everything they, that explains it very clearly and uh, you don't need to fill books because anumiti is quality of soul means your intellectual complex has got power to reduce power to reduce volumes of information into small principles what rishi kanath has done for us